Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Review Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning and bibist. I am your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And I am a changed man. My name is Matt Knotts. You look changed. Thanks. About a buck fifty. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could. I can see how fresh you are. I could feel the powder. Uh, everything's running clean down there. Yeah, it's true. The gold Freshly bond changed. coming through. Yeah. It's, uh, he uh, used uh, promo code uh, BRJ on uh, on Manscaped. Got himself Manscaped. the uh, the lawnmower 4.0, which uh, came with a complimentary bottle of the uh, the crop preserver ball deodorant. Wow. At, you know what? That's a product I didn't realize I needed until I started using it. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 You know what the funny thing is? It, it just takes it and it takes it from, from Stilton to Gouda. <laughs> but um Hey, that was an extra voice that we're not used to hearing. That's right. Well, not that's not true. We we're kinda used to it. It's it's the unofficial third microphone of the BRJ. Hey, do, Chris, do you just want to join the, the show from now on? I do I have to record every episode? Is that is that part of that deal? No. Mm. Do I have to see both of you regularly? Yes. Mm. 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 Uh, you know, I'll, I'll accept, but on a, you know, once every 10 episodes kind of way, you know, just to not yeah. change the status quo. I think that's fair. I think that makes sense. Uh, pleasure doing business with, this, business with you, as always. <coughs> so Sign that, sign that, sign that. <laughs> so we're here in the studio because McKenneth doesn't know anything about computers. I know how to yeah. turn them off and on again. Okay. Yep. Except with mine, which sometimes requires to be turned on and off seven or eight times in a row to decide to start working. In a row? Yes. Like like dicks in a parking lot. Uh, it's 37 <laughs> in a row. That, wow. True story. That was the name of my uh, college punk band, Blue 37. Yeah. Yeah, that was going to be the name of the EP if we ever recorded it. Thank Christ we never recorded it. <laughs> I'm sure it was going to be one of those revelatory albums that uh, websites, you know, uh, talk about forever saying it's amazing the kind of music they put out. Nobody ever bought the EP, but everybody who bought the EP went on to be really important. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's very few places that were more influential than Fredonia, New York, New York. It was the home of uh, (laughs) the dreadnoughts and and fists of fury. And uh, we couldn't claim the, the piss ants. They were Dunkirk. Oh, wow. Uh, but Counterclockwise was a, a, a Fredonia band. Man, they really know which way time turned. Yeah, it's true. And uh, in Dunkirk also, the, the guy who used to sing for all after Milo left the Descendants worked at the Purina factory. You just used a lot of words that I really didn't understand except for Purina factory? 
Yeah, there was a guy that sings for sang for a moderately uh, popular punk band that ended up working at a Period Factory in uh, Dunkirk. He now lives in Austin, Texas, and makes some really good folk punk. You know what I really like? About, Shout out to Scott Reynolds. You know what I really like about the town of Dunkirk is is how it's all done in one shot. It's really impressive, isn't it? Yeah, no breaks. You you could feel the authenticity mm. when you when you uh, drove through the town. Yeah, no breaks. Hundred percent. Yeah, no breaks. You didn't want to, you didn't want to break. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's rough. Sometimes somebody crosses in front of you, and you can tell that 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 might be where they put a break. Yeah, but. Christmas. I don't know. See, I really enjoyed the scene uh, where, uh, you know, they were fighting against, uh, there was the, the Germans in that one, right? They, they were the bad guys in that? Sure. Yeah, they okay. were in from uh, Scharf's uh, German restaurant. Okay. And I, I, I think it was the, the scene in that uh, where the German guy would come up and ask, why so serious? It was a really good ad, uh, advertisement for the, the satellite radio that was so big at the time. Yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a really interesting confluence and yeah. you know a lot of product placement in that yeah. in that movie. One yeah. thing Chris Nolan enjoys, and that's uh, product placement and uh, corporate synergy. Yeah, I find. Yeah, for sure. And it's in uh, when the building started turning sideways. It was just just beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, I just just was, beautiful. I thought it was cool. The one was the Rubik's building. Yeah. Again, product placement is off the hook in those movies. <clears throat> And pretty interesting. I think you remember we were talking about the steam uh, before the episode, McKenneth, was, you know, the person who couldn't remember where he was and had to look in a mirror. It's just really interesting during the fog of war when this kind of stuff happens. Yeah, I, I, I didn't actually remember that scene, but it was a good thing that I had it tattooed on my arm. Yeah. Backwards. Yeah, backwards. <laughs> she dances when you do this. Yes. <laughs> so this is a beer podcast? Ostensibly. Ostensibly yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Although, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's been a while since we've done. Uh, it's weird. It's it's been a while <laughs> since. We, um, Quiet. Since, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some time has passed since we've recorded an episode. Uh, but we're here today. We're here in the Food About Town studio and talking about some beers from wherever the hell beers from, huh? Yeah, we are. And, uh, well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, 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 uh, yeah. So, uh, a few episodes back, uh, we did the Matt travel, uncle travel and Matt beers. Who can tell? Um, <laughs> who can tell that it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this graph. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a rollicking start here on the Beer Review Journal. 35 minutes in, we haven't opened a goddamn beer. So a couple episodes ago, we did the the the, the beers that Matt brought back from his vacation to New Hampshire. This time, uh, we are going to do the beers that, that I brought back from my vacation to the Adirondacks. Oh, I've heard they've got some hills out there. Uh, they sure do, Matt. Uh, uh, Chris? Wow. wow. See, I'm used to talking to just dumb face over here yeah now and you're directly dumb. across so you have to yeah. make eye contact with chris rather than me which i can see would throw you off yeah, yeah. now it's dumb face number two over here we've all got dumb faces <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of our position in life that's why yeah. we're in front of microphones <laughs> <laughs> we all have beards <laughs> <laughs> you really do look like dapper dan's yeah it's just uh, a bunch of dap- dapper dickheads <laughs> just uh you know <laughs> so this is the other reason it's been a while is uh so so matt went on vacation and then i got sick and then i went on vacation and then matt got sick 
and then I got sick again, and then Matt went on vacation. And, and sick. Yeah. I'm so, still getting over it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we drove to Buffalo, and you were <laughs> hacking and coughing the whole way. Yeah, that was not great. I'm sorry. I'm glad you're doing okay. I felt yeah. terrible. No, I, I, I mean, I could tell you felt terrible. It I, was the coughing. Not not the physically, like, <laughs> beyond that, like, the emotional. Now I'm, I'm shut in a car with my friend, and I hope I don't make him sick. Although I knew I wouldn't make you sick because it was a sinus infection. I can't really pass those around. Well. Unless, mm. unless we'd kissed. Right. I mean, that's uh, kind of one of those songs from the early 2000s. We kissed at the live podcast after the live podcast show outside of Kind Hands. Yes. And I liked yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yes. It's great. Just, great Katy Perry song. Just rolls. Just rolls off the tongue. Shout out to uh, Klein Hands Music Hall, where apparently they built it with no regard to acoustics whatsoever. <laughs> Some of the impressive. Worst. So we, we were sitting on the right-hand side of the, of the hall. This is a music hall, ostensibly. We're sitting on the right-hand side. It was unlistenable. We had Real to terrible. move because it was like you were sitting in an echo chamber. It was slapping you in the face and in the back of the head, and it was unintelligible. So mm. never sit in row end to the stage to stage right at Klein Hands. So uh, anyway, call, beer podcast. Yeah, call, podcast. call back to McKenna's parking lot experience, slapping you on the back of the head. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Mm. So so we, beer, huh? Beer. beer. Uh, we are going to start out uh, today with Lake Placid uh, Craft Brewing Company's Big Slide IPA. Big oh. Slide. Big so slide. is this is this their signature standard IPA? I believe it is. Okay. I believe it is. Uh, this I picked up on a, at a gas station on the way home. Um, like you do. I like you do. They, Which is where they prefer you to buy it, right? Sure, I guess. It's when you go to the brewery, like, yeah, drink it here if you want, but really, you really want to get it on a gas station at the way home. Yes, you want to get it at a gas station on the way home where in the window it says uh, pints of stuff or, you know, pint six packs are buy one, get whatever off. Yeah. So then you go inside and uh, you're looking everywhere for uh, the the pint six packs and not finding them. And then the person says, oh, yeah, no, they're right there. I'm like, eh, that looks like 12-ounce bottles. And they assure you, no, they're, they're, they're pint bottles. And then you get home and it's like, oh, 12, that's, 12 ounces. That, that's 12 all day long. Yeah. yeah. She was very convincing. Yeah. Apparently. I mean that that yeah. is kind of what they do there is they yeah. they're 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 salespeople. Yes, well, they 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 want your money, yeah. so they're going to be nice to you and sure. make you feel like you know you matter. Make you feel like you got an extra two beers when you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so big uh, slide, huh? Yes, <laughs> named after a, a, a big slide or a ski jump in the Lake Placid area uh, oh. because that's where they had the Olympics in 1980. 1980, yeah. Which hey. Olympics were those? The winter ones. Oh, okay. That was the year of the Miracle on Ice, Matt. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oscar the Grouch was there. Yeah. Sure. And those dancers? Mm. The Oscar the Grouch dancers? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one on the end really needs to get her ass in gear. Um, <laughs> or the lava mic. Um, so that beer, eh? Yeah. I don't have an opener. So Big Slide is actually, if as far as I remember, I believe I've hiked up it was it's actually a rock slide on one of the mountains. Hmm. Um, I believe I've done that. Uh, and instead of it being uh, instead of it being the Olympic thing, I think it is just an open-faced rock slide. Hmm. Well, this is like a, a, a thingy. Can, can you see that? It's, it's like a tower. I mean, it is that. Maybe it is referencing that, but there is a mountain called Big Slide in ah. 
in the Adirondack, the in those uh, forty six high peaks. Forty six. Forty six. There are forty six high peaks. If you're counting. In in the uh, Adirondack region. Yep. Ah. Hey, look at that. A church key. Hey, look at that. <clears throat> oh, it sounds carbonated. That's a good start. Yeah. Crip it and rip it, baby. They have carbonation in beer now. Ah, it's so much better now. Remember when it was just flat? Mm. And you had to hand crank it up from the basement, and it was 50 degrees? Yeah. You had to really pump that thing hard. Yeah. <laughs> Got to write it. <clears throat> We're still talking about beer, right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I did it bad. I did it. I did it really bad. McKenna <laughs> doesn't know math. Recalibration. Speaking of flat beer. <laughs> you know, it really helps beer is like the long pour when you really pour, want to get some aeration in it. Pour it back and forth like you're in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Hey, Shelley. Mikey. Got to go to the bathroom? <clears throat> well, hey. so this is kind of a, I'm assuming this is like a classic IPA. Yeah, we're, it's, yeah th- this is more uh, piney resiny uh, than the... Uh, fruity. Mm, nice. It's an old school uh, Best Coast IPA. Yep. Yeah, and it's uh, on the nose right away. Very, very pleasant. Piney, floral. Yeah, a little bit of grain on the nose. Your nose is too far into the cup. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's, I, it's so dumb, <laughs> but I do it every time. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I tried this one when I was actually at the brewery, but I... I Grabbed one uh, at another restaurant in Lake Placid. Um, I, I I like it. It's you know it's a, a classic West Coast IPA. Yeah, it smell it smells very pleasant. And I do have to say, generally, I don't enjoy the Lake Placid area. It's not for me. It's very tourist trappy, but but what, what, why not? I think it's I think that's the part of it. When I'm in the Adirondacks, like we we camp, uh, we're we're usually on. Uh, Paradox Lake or Scroon Lake area. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we get into Lake George Village, I get really angry that there's other people around. Okay. Um, and, and you try to do anything, it's hard to do anything because there's the huge amounts of people just ag- you know, just just piled on top of each other in all the terrible little shops. Yes. It's and, assholes to elbows. Yeah. I yeah. really I hate Lake George Village more. <coughs> Because there's not a lot of room there. And it's also the terrible t-shirt shops. Oh, yeah. And all that stuff. Lake Placid's a little bit more palatable, but it's still a hard sell for me to hang out in town. I got to ask you, is the Howard Johnson still in Lake George? <coughs> Ooh, I, I think it finally closed. Yeah, but yeah. recently, in like the last two years, because there's still an A&W up there, I think. Yes, yeah. there is. There's I think one, it's the only one in the U.S., right? Uh, I don't know. There was one in Oswego the last I knew. Um, I, it might still be there because I drove through Moravia a couple weeks ago, and there's a big sign that says down this way to the A&W. Yeah. Um, and there was one. Uh, we were staying in, um, shit, I don't remember the name of the town. Uh, Real memorable place. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Uh, <laughs> it was a very pretty place. Name started with a W. Wilmington, maybe? Mm. Wilmington, New York? Um and it was, uh, you know, 10, 20 minutes outside of uh, Lake Placid, which is not on Lake Placid, by the way. No, it's, not at all. Yeah, it's on Mirror Lake. Mm. <sighs> Fucking gomers. And, False uh, advertising. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm. 
I gotta say, beer, this though. is this is delicious and one of those beers you want to drink more than one of. I yeah. agree. Like really balanced from top to bottom. I kind of like the the body, that little grain porridge body. Yeah, yeah it's nice. It's uh, it, it does remind me a lot of those first IPAs we drank. You know, like the first wave of craft brewing, which I think Lake Placid is really the. Yeah, this on uh, that, that uh, established nineteen ninety six Lake yeah. Placid. <laughs> wow, that I mean that's real early. That's about probably the same time that uh, uh, Saranac yeah. was starting too, right? Probably yeah. in that mid nineties time frame. It was yeah. like Saranac, Empire, and Lake Placid were the big ones. And this this is certainly a quality product. I'm not yeah. sure I'd drive up there for this, but if I was there and I wanted to escape from the never ending hordes of uh, tourists from downstate. Like, yeah. yeah, that's this, this is pretty delicious. I'd go there. Yeah. No, I, I think it's delightful. It's, um, it's a, a well-made West coast IPA, a lot of nice little piney notes and, and, uh, bitter kind of balance. Uh, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And, and the other stuff that I had from them, uh, was also quite nice. They had some sort of, uh, uh, a chocolate stout and uh, a strong ale uh, that I tried. Nice. The strong ale was very nice, and so was the stout. All in all, good good spot to visit. So, Matt, you forgot the can copy. Let, let me read it for oh, you. Oh, no, yeah. Um, so, big slide. Um, head out in the 7.6 mile out and back trail near Keene Valley, New York. Considered a challenging route. It takes an average of 5 hours and 29 minutes to complete. This is a very popular area for backpacking, camping, and hiking, so you'll likely encounter other people while exploring. Dogs are welcome, but must be on a leash. And you know what? What's that? We can double can copy because there's different stuff on the bottle. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? How about that? <laughs> Ready? This is very pastoral, so I want you to oh. kind of... Yeah, exactly. I want you to really kind of close your eyes and visualize this. That was atmospheric, giving us pastoral vibes. It was. Just close your eyes for a guided meditation from... Matt Knotts. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Oh, shit. I can't see for the love of God. Um, Walking through the forests around the Olympic Village, you experience the enormity of the Adirondack Mountains. We offer this big, slightly piney beer in tribute to both the 27th high peak and to our ski jumps, which rise high above the trees. Here's to heights. <sighs> Big slide IPA. You come into a clearing and uh, you see Heather Locklear. You're there with Heather. I, I'm Joe Para. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was this was not an ironized Cody impression. I I feel like I should make that clear. <laughs> I appreciate you doing that, Joe. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think out of all your impressions, I think that's my absolute favorite one. <laughs> it's so perfect. Well, you know, the the best thing about New York is there's so many different places for you to go and, and different things to do. You can find yourself in, in beautiful Buffalo, or where I'm from, or head down the 90 for about an hour and a half and find yourself in Rochester, New York, where on a clear day, you can go up to the top of the old Sodus Bay Lighthouse and look northwest and see Toronto. Or you can drive even <laughs> further east. 
(laughs) (laughs) And visit the largest state park in the country, the Adirondack State Park. I'm Joe Para. Ah, that's so good. (laughs) I love you, Joe Para, so much. (laughs) You know what gets me about it? The thing that really kills me about his Joe (coughs) Para is that it's the only impression that he does where he actually channels the person that he's doing the, the, the voice of. Because the hand motions aside, I don't know if you do it, but you do the blink. <laughs> and that's what gets me. Because Joe Parrott blinks like George Burns. Wah, and, bah, bah, and, <laughs> and watching you do it, you do the same goddamn blink and it kills me. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> So big slide, yeah. We like this IPA, yes. pretty tasty. Yeah, it is good. Uh, I'm sad that it's all gone now, Matt. You did? Did you bring yours over? <coughs> <laughs> now we so we went. We did go for a single this time um, because I saw what was coming up next, and there's a lot of what's coming up next. There's a lot of what's coming up next. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, what have you guys been up to? <laughs> uh. Uh, I can I can tell my story. I went on vacation yet again. Yeah, I sure did. I went on a cruise to Bermuda. Ooh, yes, and, you, uh, you brought me back a, a a a beer speedo, a beer bottle speedo for for my beers. Uh huh. That says Bermuda on it. And what else does it have in it? Uh, it had a it had a last podcast on the left uh, enamel pin on it. Yeah, I did not see it. last podcast in Bermuda. It also has a beer opener on the back, which is the oh. smartest thing I've ever seen on a beer koozie thing. Yeah. Shaped like a bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an overall positive move. Yeah, right? You're never without. Yeah, it was, I, I appreciated it. Yeah. You know how much beer I drank on a cruise? Hmm. Do you get seasick at all? No. A uh, shit ton. No, I drank rum the whole time. Oh. Ooh, very Talk more nice. about that. Ooh, got to get rums. After the break. Yeah. Was that actually throwing it to break? Yeah, you like that? It was a little bit understated for throwing to break. I liked it, though. Yeah. I mean... How would you have done it? Well, that was a great first beer from the... God damn it. See, now let's go to break. You fucked up. God All right, your turn. It. Well, we uh, we drank a beer, and now I think it's time that we take a little break and uh, get things a little more... Yeah, I did it better. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> I'm sure many of you have heard the news, but I regret to inform you that the queen is dead. Uh, We are back from the bar and we've just gotten some devastating news. (sighs) Wow. Heartbroken. Taken from us far too young. It's just... Queen Elizabeth. How many of those were there? Like nine. At least as many as Fast and the Furious. But anyway, Mm. Queen Elizabeth, dead at the senseless age of 96. It's just unspeakable. So senseless. It it is. It is. I don't know what we're going to do. She burns so bright like a candle in the wind. Just, Just really just... My wife for his royal majesty, King Charles Third. I think he'd be busier. Uh, what the? There's like 16 royal guards walking into the studio here. It's a very small and, room. 
Yeah, they're just lining the walls and surrounding us, really. Those big bear skin hats are scraping the ceiling. You know, you said you never have beef eater in your bar. Oh, boom. <laughs> they killed so many bears for those hats. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a British tradition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. It's King Charles III. Oh, is that like one of those little dogs with floppy ears? Excuse not going to make make light of the death of my my mummy. I wasn't. I was making light of you. Dog, the big dog with the ears. Yeah, it's a little one. Yeah, big dog. So I do have to say. Um, so I, I do have one question. Respectful, respectful question. Um, what in the hell is going on with your hands? Uh, the, the fingers. Yeah, the, yeah, the fingers on the hands. Yeah. Uh, you see, was, uh, back in uh, the the nineteen eighties, you see, I was at at a at a fet. Uh, I'm sorry. I was at a fet. Uh, one more time. At a at a fet. Mm. And uh, you know, it's um, one of those things where you're at a at a, at a power one of the castles out in. I'm sorry, are you done brewing in, in County Cultures <laughs> for Washington and. Um, you see, I was spending some time with uh, uh, Margaret Thatcher. And, uh, How long ago was this? As I say, it was back in the 80s. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, thing, one thing's led to another and found myself uh, four fingers deep in her fanny when it uh, just bit the damn things off. And, you know, uh, uh, to avoid a, a, a scandal, uh, uh, quickly replaced uh, all the absconded digits with uh, uh, blood sausage and some bangers. Wait, was the front page of the Globe that morning Margrata Dentata? <laughs> no, of course not. We, we buried the whole thing. Fingers and all? <laughs> Respectful. So, yes, there I was, uh, four fingers deep in uh, Margaret Thatcher's uh, mewling quim and there's... Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a cocktail at the world's worst <laughs> cocktail bar. Yeah, Charles, uh, the muling quim. What, what, uh, now, now, Stromy, you're a, a spirits expert. Uh, no, I meant Margaret. The full thing, Margaret Thatcher's <laughs> Margaret Thatcher's muling quim. <laughs> what would what would be in a, a Margaret Thatcher's muling quim? Oh boy, I mean, it's just it is one of those things that's it's just an amalgamation of every uh, every drink that's from. Uh, the colonized countries from the from the uh, British, you know, a little bit of a uh, little bit of stuff from India, a little bit of stuff from Bermuda. Really, just every place that blood was shed, it's just in there. Uh, and probably some uh, some 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 some. <laughs> you get there. <laughs> what, what what do you think, King Charles? I, I was going to give my idea, but maybe they want to hear it from you. Uh, uh, perhaps some, uh, some seminal fluid from uh, an Australian rapist. Jesus Christ. Now this is something else I'm going to have to go out and cut out. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that sounded like one of my friends that I know from uh, is a total bastard from New York City. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's, a, it's like he's in the room with us. <laughs> I swear, it's just like the real people. Now, King Charles, I'm sure you're not yes! just here to, 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 to talk to us about uh, cocktails and 
and uh, Margaret Thatcher's vagina biting your fingers off. Uh, is there there's something else that you know you, we can do for you? The a message that you wanted to get out? Uh, yes, I'm uh, and a macaroni and cheese. I'm uh, here to announce uh, a new uh, directive and uh, direction for the uh, the, the monarchy and uh, the, the, the English uh, people. Dating, dating outside the family tree. Oh God, no! I would do such a thing. Uh, no, see, we are going to. I am here to announce uh, because uh, Brexit was uh, such a smashing success. Uh, we are now going to. Uh, I'm here to announce exit, which is, uh, of course, England is uh, going to be leaving uh, the the uh, the uh, United Kingdom. You know who's going to be really excited about that? <laughs> uh, the the rest of the United Kingdom. Literally everyone else. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, uh, first first thing we are going to do is uh, re- rebuild Hadrian's Wall, and uh, and the Scots are going to pay for it. Um, yes, and uh, we are we are going to make England uh, great again. So I do have one question, and this this was this was uh, a clip I pulled from uh, just one something you had said back in the day. This I think this was the eighties, maybe maybe even the seventies. And I just need to, I need to understand what, what is your position on this now? Fire the nuclear weapons. Yeah, of course. I, I've always enjoyed nuclear weapons and, uh, you know, the, uh, well, the, 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 the way that they got my, uh, hand, my body to not reject the, uh, the bangers and, and the blood sausage was of course to irradiate them over an <laughs> intercontinental, uh, ballistic missile. Missile. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot for a moment that I was very British. <laughs> Exceedingly so. <coughs> you know, I, I do enjoy an ICBM. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> God knows I Come sure a, do. <laughs> Come, so, Camilla, I'll help you with those. I, I regularly just walk into the, the freezer, freezer at a Wegmans and just <laughs> drop a couple frosty ones. Fish, um, fish counter for me. <laughs> and then I point and go, brown trout. <coughs> that might be gross even for yeah. me. <coughs> uh, I, I know it's bad when Chris doesn't move his head at all. <laughs> Fish counter. <laughs> oh, we broke <coughs> we broke McKenneth. We broke him in his soul. We broke him in his heart. Yeah, hey, I'm fucking parched. Is this still a beer show? Yeah, I think so. Can we pour? I mean, so I am b- before we pour. Um, Your Majesty, uh, can yes. can we pour the next beer? I, I, I suppose. So. I, I also wanted to give everybody you, my here darling, won't a, remember a thing about a damn thing. <laughs> I, I wanted to bestow everybody. You know, I've only been king for um, a couple of days and uh, maybe a week, and I, I've not bestowed upon anyone the honor of an OBE, and I just thought that. Perhaps the, the three of you gentlemen might like to be uh, the very first. OBEs? Yes, you know, the Order of Extraordinary British. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, sure. Why not? What's it cost? No, nothing. Yeah, sure. Here, here you go. Ah. Hey, you know what's pretty cool about this? Mm. I, I don't think these are real, but it's a subway card, and there's five punches out of it. One more, and we get a free sub. This is great. It's almost as good as being a Kentucky colonel. You'll find that it's uh, uh, always got five punches. What? Oh, always at five punches, even when they give you the sixth one. Uh, they just they save. Don't don't worry about it. Uh, we'll just you know you can get it punched next time. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, that's not bad. All right. Well, uh, cheerio and pip pip and all that. <laughs> A what? 
Bye. <laughs> Good move. I think he just jumped off the building. Yeah. Well, okay. So we've got another beer. Wow. What do we have? This one is um, Black Fly. Now, you have to be prepared Black for fly. this. Black Fly. Yeah. Bippa Ale. Uh, I, whoa. It's a Bippa. It's our first one of uh, the fall. Yeah. Uh, by Blue Line Brewery in Saranac Lake, uh, Blue Line Brewery Pizza and Pub, made in the attics. Attics. It's made in your attic. So, what what area of the attics have uh, have we found ourselves? Wow! Ooh. It's like we a shotgun are, blast of goodness. Yes. Robust. We are in uh, Saranac Lake, uh, directly next door to a McDonald's. Oh, beautiful. I mean, that, that is one of the premier locations. Anything next to a McDonald's is just real nice. Yes. So also uh, up the road a piece from uh, Gautier's uh, motel and in, in, in whatever, uh, where I stayed with Mauaf when we were engaged to be married about a month hence from that, because uh, we were there uh, for my wife's friend's wedding. Gautier? Yes, uh, somebody that I used to know. Oh, where, where from? Um, somebody from from here. Oh, okay. Is he like Kanye, but for barn red animals? Yeah, goat yeah. So, Chris, um, now that you're <laughs> the the official third wheel uh, on the podcast, what what are we? What are you going to be bringing to the table? To the table? I mean, instead of. TFG. I mean, TFG. You know that fucking guy. <laughs> well, you know, you usually I'll bring I'll bring a little bit of production. I'll do some I'll do some board hopping like I'm doing today. Mm. Um, you know, a little bit of a little bit of levity, maybe some, you know, um, knowledge about beer. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that's starting to sound a little too much like something Will Cleveland would do. Yeah, yeah it, I do get confused with him. I think it's um, me, him, and Gino Finelli all get confused for each other all the time. You know how you can tell the difference? Mm. You're the only one that's been on the BRJ. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that would do it. People just happens to me all the time. There you go. Yeah. Wait, haven't I heard you before? Yeah. The Beer Review I Journal. The Beer Review Journal, of course. Yes. Absolutely. Of course. Certainly not on your own wildly successful podcast. No, 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 no. That's that is very uncommon. Beer review journal all day or day. Now nose on this beautifully dark malty on mm-hmm. the nose. You can smell that dark roast, almost porter like yeah. you know darkness in mm-hmm. the on the nose, but also smells like a little bit of brightness in there. It's uh, it's very. I think the last black IPAs that we did were the. Um, Treehouse and Trillium, right? Something like that. Sounds familiar, yeah. And the interesting thing about those two is that they tried to make a black IPA, the updated hazy with the the fruity hops. Oh, interesting. (coughs) Which, yeah, it it works and it doesn't, right? Because when you look at a a black IPA, you kind of expect this more, which is closer to, you know, the, the, like, plastic we just had. Kind of an old school, piney, maybe a little bit of the... I don't know. Not so much in this one, but like a little bit of the winter greeniness of it, you know? Yeah. So interestingly, like if you were to blind me on this, 
I don't think I would have said IPA at all. I would have just said a porter. I wouldn't have said IPA. I'm not getting a density of, you know, resin or anything like that. I would just say porter because I think that really dark, uh, dark chocolate malt is running all over any hoppiness that's in there. I, I'm still enjoying it. I think it's yeah. delicious, but it's not like distinctly hoppy. See, I get it more on the, it's the back, the back end. end. Yeah. Mm. It's more, it's the bitterness of it. You don't get, and that's really what it is. It's the bittering of it where you'd expect a. Um, yeah, it's it's floating in the middle of the bittering. There's a, a, a piney uh, laser beam. Yeah, where you'd expect in a porter for it to just go the smooth malty, almost like a, a caramel a caramel coffee kind of thing, right? It's fair. I This isn't uh, a style I've had a lot of. I think the most memorable one I had that was a, Black IPA was one that was actually um, finished with spruce tips. That would be excellent. Which yeah. I thought was amazing. I, I really forget where it was, but it was, um, you know, that brightness coming into it did lighten up the experience. But now, now that you mentioned it, you're really, you kind of do have to work towards the bittering in this. Yeah. 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 And first, I, I agree with you completely on first taste or even second. Yeah. It's it, not, it's it, an old school porter. Yeah. yeah. And it's not really what I expect when I see, uh, you know, black IPA on the tin there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when when I was sitting down at uh, at Till the Pup in Saranac Lake uh, to get ready to eat some some lovely barbecue, um, and I saw that there was a black IPA on tap, I, uh, well, you know, the, the jeans got a bit creamy. <laughs> and you asked them to pour all of it into crowlers? Yes. Weighing down the back of your vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> I like that you came home with a case of this. Uh, no, I, well, no, I came home with two crawlers. I know the springs are screaming in the back of your yes. car with twenty or thirty crawlers. Do you That's, remember hearing those stories? Were you one of those guys? What's that? Where they drive out to Massachusetts or Vermont and buy six hundred dollars <sighs> worth of beer and come back and bottom out their cars? So I never quite got that far. Have I bought a cooler in Vermont to fill up with just beer from? Um, from Vermont breweries. Yes. It's because you're a gentleman and you know how to do it in the gentlemanly manner. Like I, 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 I read the can copy. I, I know what I'm supposed to do. I, I, I did buy a cooler at the, I think it was a Hannaford or, yeah. or a price chopper down the Hannafords. Yeah. It was one of those kind of stores. And I bought a cooler just to fill up with, you know, alchemist and sip of sunshine when sip of sunshine That's was a thing good. that people cared about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had bought a cooler, and my dad shook his head at me, and having not had a drink in my entire lifetime, um, but he was there to support, and he was very nicely uh, hanging around while I did my thing. That's awesome. Yeah, and it, I didn't quite bottom out the car, but I did buy a cooler and filled it with, oh man, how much is the most I ever bought? I think I think the most I ever bought was like, like 40, 40 or 50. 48 cans. Yeah, that's good two cases. Yeah, like a couple cases I think yeah. is the most I ever bought, which yeah. pretty significant. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever got beyond that, though. It, I, my limit's usually about a case. Yeah, this was because, like, a lot of people still wanted it. Yeah. And I had driven out, I think, to the brewery when they were doing lines there. Oh, yeah. So it was like, oh, you know, I'll just bring as much as I can and get it for anybody who wants it and do do the thing, you know. Yeah. Because I think it's a nice thing to do when you find a nice thing like a black IPA. You got to go for it. Anything's worth doing. It's worth doing right. Joe? Uh, no, that's supposed to be Hunter Thompson. Oh. Uh, they're not the 
that far from each other, though. No, they're not. We're somewhere around Barstool. You're the edge of the desert. <laughs> it's Joe Perry, yeah. We're somewhere around around Barstow. You're the edge of the desert. I get the hunter now, don't you? Yeah. When the drugs begin to take hold. Um, yeah. So the the big lines uh, they, they used to do them at Tap and Mallet when other half before other half opened, and I saw as I was standing in line the one time somebody came out with a dolly with about eight cases on it, and you went. Hello, Dolly. Yeah, we did a whole song and dance out on the, the sidewalk. How do you do an impression of a cloned sheep? It has, <laughs> the harder thing about that, and I'll tell you what, I wouldn't try one because it has to be identical. <laughs> it has to be identical because you can't, you can't half-ass that. No. Nobody will tell if, unless it's identical. See, because it's a cloned sheep. Yeah, let me see what you did there. McKenneth. A, a cloned sheep. A cloned sheep. Uh, a mongoose there. Honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> and a good honk, honk to you, sir. It was a, it was a cloned sheep. Yeah. Chris. As, as time goes, I love how we all just morph into, into uh, Norm MacDonald. That's, it makes me happy. It's a, a cloned sheep. <laughs> it's a cloned, clo- cloned sheep. So I'd have to be identical. So the the moving moving of things, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, black IPA, pretty delicious, so, pretty all right. Margaret Thatcher's <laughs> Muling Quim. So what I was going to say before, and I missed my chance. My my cocktail for that would just be gin and a wrung out bar rag. Yeah, I think that. I mean, that's that makes sense. That, that sounds uh, delightful. That joke plays really well in like 1982 in, in London. Mm, yeah, killed. yeah, sure. Or killed. A cloned. <laughs> <laughs> Sheep. That that's uh, that's kind of fun. We got we got to take a month off more often. Yeah. So my my recent my recent trips. I went to. I was going to just gonna ask. I went to Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, hang on. I, I have a song for you for that. Streets of Philadelphia. Philadelphia freedom. I was doing some great pulls here, man. I know, better than me on my stupid thing. Wah, 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 wah. Something about Charlie work. Yeah. These are great. These are great pulls you got going on. Only thing going out of this car is the window because your pussy stinks. Wow. No, I'm out of luck. That's a good one. A thing I learned from from um the guy that did the thing. Yeah, the thing. Yeah. Um, the same guy that wrote that wrote the uh music for Karate Kid. Yeah. Fly now. Do you think he made the Karate Kid fly? They drew first blood. Can you fly, Bobby? Train with the best instructors on the Peloton app. I didn't tell you. Oh, that's so totally. uh, Yeah, Philadelphia. (laughs) Wow, so much Philadelphia. You know what? There's very few things more Philadelphia than Peloton. Yeah. They love the Peloton in Philadelphia. Peloton. 
They usually throw Pelotons at uh, Santa Claus, don't they? They do. I yeah. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on playground stories, but this is my days. <laughs> how on beat they are it's not disconcerting at all Adam's package Philadelphia yeah that's not disconcerting at all and I'm really glad you went for the traditional Philadelphia anthem. Yeah. Um, you know, after all the other ones you played uh, that we all heard and really enjoyed, um, I'm glad you went for one that everybody knows and not not the deep cuts like you were playing before. Uh, I will buy a beer for anybody that can tell me the name of the album that that song comes off of. Uh, I think that was uh, Stankonia, right? Yes. Yeah. Adam's Package. Would you believe that guy's a chemistry teacher? Wow. No, that that's I'm very surprised. I, yeah. I thought this was some... You know, somebody who really knows the streets of Philadelphia? And that's uh, Springsteen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Heck. <laughs> I'm trying to search. So we're talking about black IPAs, and is there anybody locally that makes one right now? I'm seeing maybe Sager Beer Works has one. <gasps> I've heard the one from Sager is good. I just haven't been to try it yet. So I haven't, <coughs> I, to be fair, I haven't been to Sager in a long time. I went somewhat early on, but I did have... Well, we were at the um, at the real uh, real beer week, rear rear beer fest, <laughs> rear beer fest. Um, You're gonna have to bleep that too. Don't, don't have more than one. Uh, the real beer week festival in the South Wedge. Um, I did have a couple of their uh, beers because uh, it was our uh, sacred mission to wait in zero lines. Yes, during that affair, um, and well, um, that's not to say anything bad about those breweries, of course. Um, because okay. this was two um, of the three of us waited, waited in no lines because I waited in no lines to, um, you know, some of the most legendary breweries in the country. Yeah. And I, I think we all pulled that move off. Didn't we? Yeah. I think at most I waited like behind one person. Yeah. 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 yeah I think it was well worth it. And what I did get to try was a lot of local places and the, things they're doing, the Pilsners and all the stuff that people weren't waiting in line for. And I tried some stuff from Sager and I thought it was really good, like technically, like technically perfect. And I am kind of excited to go try the stuff. I think we should go make a visit and try this, try that one as well. I agree. I have I never agree. set foot. Me either. Oh, which is ridiculous. Cause it's five minutes away. Yeah, I think we could crawl there from your place. Basically. Which is your preferred mode of transportation. Naturally. Yeah. The st- I have to tell you, the, the calluses I have on my knees and my elbows. <laughs> not, not from crawling. Is that from the crawl? <laughs> that's just from, from S&Ds. That, that, you know. See, we the, all, we're just crowding on top of each other to finish the joke. Fucking <laughs> fly balls. Three guys knocked out trying to catch the goddamn thing. Yeah, just the calluses in the back of his throat. <laughs> That's 
how I get this buttery, buttery, buttery smooth. But butterly, butterly, butterly smooth. We're we're like the Washington generals of <laughs> dog shit. Riding over jokes. Uh, I love it though. It makes me so happy because you can see like <laughs> the spectrum of of where we're willing to go. <laughs> and Chris. Chris keeps it on the the, the PG thirteen. I'm painting the corners like Greg Maddox. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pushing a little further, and then this guy. I'm sitting here biting my tongue so hard I'm bleeding. Uh, He's Nolan Ryan throwing a hundred miles an hour right down the fucking pipe. <laughs> I, I, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, I'm, I'm what's his nuts with the bloody sock in the uh, the World Series. Noted video game developer Kurt Schilling. Uh, oh, thank God! I could not think of his fucking name off the top of my head. I thought you were talking about Alex Rodriguez. Oh, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Adrian Gonzalez. No, I was talking about that dipshit Kurt Schilling. Oh, yeah. Love, love what he did for us while he was on the team, but a real piece of shit. You know who really likes him? Rhode Island. Okay. They can't get enough of them there. Do you not know about this? Uh-huh. So do you know about this? No, I'm not Kurt, sure. Kurt Schilling's career after baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, got, what was it, like $400 million from the state of Rhode Island? I don't think it was quite that Something egregious, but it was, it was an obscene amount of money. So To, to make I'm, a video game? It was basically like the well, EverQuest? Bring that up again. We'll take a vote. It was of the time. Yeah, $75 million. No, so, yes, yeah, $75 million in loans. The state got a cool $2.5 million back from Kurt Schilling, class act. Because that game shipped out gold and came back platinum. Nobody wanted to play that fucking thing. Oh, 38 Studios laid off all of its 379 staffers and declared bankruptcy, though their first game... Kingdoms of Amalur. <laughs> Noted job creator, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, negative two, negative 379 jobs. Yep. Uh, I think the 400 million was how much they actually spent on the game. It was something egregious. Yeah, it's it's really obscene the kind of, like, how incompetent he is. You know, I'd say with video game developing, um, as a human being, uh, with many different things. But as a pitching machine. Really good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, just a durable arm. Socks, you know, this is, uh, you know, the durability of his joints. Yeah, but the arm, really good. Considering he made an RPG, I guess I guess you could say he's, he's the sort of guy that just put all his points in decks and nowhere else. I thought we were talking about baseball. It's called right? RBIs. RBIs. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ribbies. Yeah. I've heard them called. Vorp. Whip. Vorp. Vorp, Vorp just happened to make out a couple minutes ago. Vorp? He's, uh, he, he was, uh, he, 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 uh, <laughs> big Klingon? Big Klingon? Could, couldn't hit, uh, his, his right. Thaco. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I thought you were going to do a Star Trek thing, but you just went, went the other direction, but just as deep. Now, see, Thaco is, uh, to, to hit armor class zero. Yeah, it's, I know. it's an old, uh. Old RPG. Yeah. Tell me, tell me more about Thaco and how you arrive at it. Um, I actually don't know. Good. <laughs> good, it's, good. It's a, it's a D&D reference that I'm aware of, but I've never played second edition. Gelatinous Cube. Yes. Gelatinous Cube. 
sexiest character in D anD. Oh my god, I can't wait to see that one in the movie with Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, it's got a gelatinous cube in the trailer. Does it? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen. I don't. I don't watch trailers anymore. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm better. Mm-hmm. Mm. Better than everyone. Yeah. Mm. It's, mm. it's been said, not by me. <laughs> people are saying. <laughs> People, you know, people say that I, I'm just, I am the best that's ever been. Yeah. Is, was, will be, right? Yeah. It's just what the people are saying. It's not, it's not what you're saying. No, no. But a pe- lot of people are saying it. People yeah. have said these things. People say a lot of things. Yeah. And, you know, it, these are some of the things they say. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, this has been fun. Are you done? <laughs> these are the things they say. They say these are the things they say. I legitimately sing that song to my my kid as a lullaby. Dave's I know is his lullaby every night since he was like six months old. See, this is how you know that Matt is the kind of father that is poisoning his children with nostalgia and Canadian comedy. This is one of the things they say in all of the parenting books. Don't teach your kid about alternative Canadian comedy from the nineties, from the eighties. Don't, don't even talk about it. Don't, don't talk about John Candy. Don't talk about SCTV. No, don't talk about red green. No, you can't talk about red green. Yeah. Yeah. What about the vacant lot? Can I do that? No, you, you can't talk about the trailer park boys. Okay. You can't talk about them. All right. Um, what, what what's what's the other one everybody watches? Letter Kenny. Yeah, you can't talk oh, about Letter Kenny. Can't, oh yeah, I got so much time to talk, not talk about Letter Kenny. No, See, that, that one. Yeah, that one's got to marinate for a little while. Yeah, you can't but. talk about that. Um, you can't talk about how many minutes are in an hour. That's true. You definitely can't talk about that. It's can't true. talk about Martin Short. No. Corner Gas. No. no you you gas. definitely can't talk about early Jim Carrey. Okay. You can talk about him when he. Did Ace Ventura is okay, but you can't talk about early Jim Carrey. Guys, I got a problem. Oh, I got a big problem. What's that? I can't stop talking about Brent Butt. <laughs> the Brent Buttiverse is fantastic, and I can't stop. There's a the, the, the Corner Gas TV show, the cartoon. Is that what we watch when show? we go to a gas station on the pumps? Yeah, Maria Menunos and Brent Butt. Yeah. <laughs> That and uh, and uh, you know uh, Ryan Reynolds before he emigrated and made a billion dollars on uh, on gin. Yeah, yeah. When he was in Two Girls, a guy, and uh, and around the world and dollar fifty. Yeah, absolutely. No, no. We we don't talk about early Ryan Reynolds at all. I love that song. Elvis <laughs> Stoiko is right out. Yeah, no, right out, right out. No, and we we can dabble just just because it is near and dear to my heart. We can talk about, um, you know, the roaring game. We we can talk about yeah, curling, the tournament of hearts. Yeah, but you, we're we're not we're not gonna talk about Randy Furby. Okay, we're not talking about him. I I heard that was a problem that one Christmas. <laughs> a lot of accidental mutilations happened that year. I love you. It, it was really weird watching games when he was calling shots and somebody made one. It's like, I love you. So you could hear his Eba. eyes click when he blinked. Yeah. David Nettowin. Click, click, yep. click. <laughs> that was the thing that drove me the craziest about a Furby is the eyes clicking when they blinked. Mm. Mm. 
Okay. Uh, Justin Bieber. No. Uh, that's a no-go. No. I, I think, I mean, pre-Despacito, yes. I think from Despacito on, definitively American. Patrick Roy? Yeah. He, I think we can hate him just out of principle okay. from hockey, and I can hate him for my, uh, you know, my uh, college roommate who was a Detroit Red Wings fan yeah. and hated Patrick Waugh with every bit of his being. Understandable. I'm the yeah. same. And, yeah, I, yeah, when he played the Avalanche, I went murdered. Not as yeah. much as Claude Lemieux. That would have been nice if they had dropped him no. like a habit. Yeah, we don't like him. No. Bobby Probert, though. Sure. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is a no-go. Michael J. Fox, though. The Rock. That's true, The Rock. The Rock. Canadian? Uh, born in Nova Scotia. Wow. See, I'll, does that mean he can't be president? I, um, I mean, yeah, I think that is that is that's kind of true, right? I think, but uh, that's why Schwarzenegger can't be president. I, I mean, I, among other reasons, <laughs> I, I do, I do want to, I do want to say that Keanu Reeves. I think we should let him in because he might be the coolest celebrity, like who's genuinely good. Yeah, he seems like a good dude. Yeah. Um, I think we do we do have to reach out and see if Arnold wants to be president. Yeah! So it sounds like yes. Yeah, it sounds like an affirmative. Okay. Sounds pretty excited. Yeah, yeah, so we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. Um I mean he does have a lot of respect from the people. Uh, certain segments of the people. I'm a cop, you idiot. So a lot of yeah, people the, like him. The, the, the people with the blue f- American flags. Thin. The thin blue line. Yeah. Speaking of, what brewery is this from? Uh, Blue Line Brewery. Uh-huh. Mm. And so I do have to say, Blue Line, Blue Line, I really struggle with the lines. There's a lot, yeah. And the words after that. Blue yeah, Line that. Brewery in Saranac Lake, New York, where I have been to the ice festival in the wintertime where it's 10 degrees and they take cubes of ice out of the lake and build a castle out of it. Huh. Huh. It's a very interesting festival and a very small town. You know what? Mm. Sounds like a nice time. Ooh. Ice to see you. Chill. <laughs> Chill. I was Batman. Whoa. Wow. That's a good one, huh? Yeah, that was that was that was thick. Yeah. yeah. Crush your enemies. See them driven before you and to hear the lamentation of the women. Stop it! Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. It's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. This is why I let him do the voices. You heard yeah. my Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a wounded duck. So when I was in Saranac Lake for that festival, we were staying in a cabin with um, with limited, uh, no internet. This was probably mid-2000s. So like 2008, <gasps> I did not drink. Yeah. Everybody else there completely wrecked the whole weekend. All right. So my buddy was, you know, you know, my bud, my good buddy, Joe, but yeah, he was drinking, you know, the Jenny's and the Jenny lights just ad nauseum over and over again. And I was the one doing all of the things with no beer in me. I wouldn't recommend it. No, that is, uh, that is, yeah, one way ticket to Pain Town. I'm going to go ahead and say, overall, really bad decision on my part. Yeah, yeah. No, what I find is, uh, when you want to be very drunk when you're doing anything physical. Uh, oh yeah, because uh-huh. that just makes you, you know, use all the proper weightlifting form. Yeah, heavy machinery, Otis Tucker. You have to be drunk. Driving. Exactly. Yeah. Dri- dri- Abs- I, absolutely. I 
don't get behind the wheel until <laughs> like so I've also got a breathalyzer on on my uh on my ignition. Yeah. But it doesn't let my car start unless I'm over uh, a point nine. So the <laughs> wow, I was I I you know what it's with this breathing. bit with this bit I was expecting I was expecting the point oh two to come out of your mouth just to say you know what just to take the edge off and make you a little bit easier on the road. It's a Tesla point- though, so then it it takes me to the hospital to get my stomach pumped. <laughs> So this is why your rear springs on your car were down to the bottom. They're bottomed out with crawlers of this beautiful black IPA. Yes. That's right. See, this This is where they take the cuts from. They just cut that last section. Yeah. They just post it right on their website. Exactly. And then pray to God they don't listen to the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I love this show. I think it's one of the funniest things in the world. It's certainly the best podcast you're a part of. Yeah, arguably. Yeah. It's not nominated in any form or fashion like other ones I'm on, but well, you know, a lot of things that are are great are not appreciated in their time. You know, you know, Van Gogh never sold a painting while he was alive. Hmm. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I did see a documentary clip. It keeps on popping up on like Facebook, um, where you know he actually sees his paintings in in a museum, and it makes me almost cry every time I see it. And I really hate like that it keeps on getting brought up by Facebook. Yeah, that's... that I watched that documentary and it does like actually almost make me cry every time I see it. Yeah. And I've never watched this stupid British show. Really? Yeah. We, huh. I, I don't like, I don't like British shows generally. I, I like a few here and there, but yeah, I don't watch, I don't watch anything about doctors and phone booths, but that scene just like gets me anytime I see it. It's yeah. really like touching. It's well done. I think it's the music. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting about mm. that? The guy that did that episode? What's that? Love Actually. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Although I've never seen it. Yeah, it's it, he is the king of being able to pull your heartstrings at the slightest amount of effort. So he must then have act- actively been trying to make everybody hate Love Actually. Yeah, though. that's exactly. he's the master at it. Yeah. Notting Hill was another one of his, I believe. Oh, yeah. Also Blackadder, which he is weird. He just really thing. likes Bill Nighy. Yeah. Who doesn't? I think everybody likes Bill Nighy, though. The thing about Vincent Van Gogh is that, uh, <laughs> if you ask me, he is the uh, most preeminent. Chuck, you're back. <laughs> See, I didn't know that was Prince. I didn't know it was Prince Charles at, at the time. Uh, uh, I didn't know that was him in that scene. Because he's king now. Oh, yeah. See, that's what it is. That's I got confused. Yeah. I'm going to be a, 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 a mighty king like, like no king was before. We watched. Uh, I'm brushing up on looking down and working on my role. <laughs> we watched the British Empire two and a half uh, Simba's Pride last night. Wow, I, I've heard that was one of the better. Um, you know, one of the better. It was. Was there? So the first one was a story of regicide. After all, it is. Yeah. Yes, it's it's uh it's it's Hamlet. Yeah, yeah, and this one is Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Interestingly enough. Mm. You know so, what they both share? Mm. A man who committed vehicular manslaughter. Oh. Yeah. James Earl Jones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that 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 whole song. <laughs> I'm just realizing now, the, the I just can't wait to be king. That song may as well be just like, hey, dad, why don't you fucking die? Yeah. I, I think that's going to be on the August is Falling full length. Hello. 
welcome to the Springfield Police Department Rescue Phone. If you know the name of the felony being committed, press 1. To choose from a list of felonies, press 2. 2. If you are being murdered or are calling from a rotary phone, please stay on the line. <laughs> you have selected Regicide. If you know the name of the king or queen being murdered, press 1. <sighs> turns out it was turns out it was Queen Elizabeth II all along. In the in in the drawing room with the candlestick. Oh no, actually, I, I, I was I went into her chamber bed and I smothered her with a pillow. Oh. It was real. I was real scared you were going to say something about a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say what else I was doing. <laughs> oh God. Much of this is actually usable, but we'll find out. No, no idea at all. Oh, so has <coughs> is, is everybody else finished their black IPA? Yes, yes. All right, so Long I'm gonna go. I, <laughs> I'm gonna finish up, and then we're we're gonna take we're gonna take a very. This is just an interlude. This is an interlude. This Ooh. isn't a break. Okay. This is an interlude. We were on an interlude. See, I can. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a very brief interlude. And we're going to taste one more Adirondack product to finish out. This is going to be brief. J- very, just just brief. Just a sousson. Just Here, I'll, I'll, I'll put a little brief music in. Oh, nice. So well, While we do that, Here, we'll, we'll do this. It's a little brief, brief Adirondack music. Why'd you have music. to go and make things so complicated? Oh no. oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no, man. Oh, no. Oh, these, these teeth aren't as blue as we thought they were. There we go. It's a nice quick Some Adirondacks music. You know, the great thing about an Adirondack chair is they're really hard to get out of, but they're comfortable enough so that you don't really want to get out of it to begin with. I spend my time they are uh, exceedingly difficult to get out of. You know what? We kind of did uh, did Chris a disservice. When he gets back, we should really ask him more about Philadelphia. Or I could tell you about Bermuda. Whatever sounds more interesting. Or maybe both. You know, it'd be interesting if, if Chris and I told you about our travels all at the same time. This little, it's, it's a nice little taste of uh, spirit Chris will tell us about in a minute. This is the Beer Review Journal, Earthwoods Radio, 1-0-Q-Z, it's 104.3 p.m. on your radio dial, W-A-D-K, it's Matt Knotts, I hope you're enjoying it. It's a nice, cool, autumnal evening out there, and sitting by your campfire. These are the big sounds of the Adirondacks coming from Saranac Lake, New York. Thank you to uh, Dan Berger and it's Orion off the, uh, the album Adirondack Green. Adirondack Green, take you home. How's that for an interlude? Well, that felt that feels really nice. So, you know, the, the the rest of the show, my nerves were jangled. Yeah. Um, 
I was on edge. Um, I, I feel was, I was bruised and battered. I couldn't tell what I felt. It was unrecognizable to myself. Now, centered. But we're about to jangle everybody's nerves once again. So, on my shelves. So I am a, I'm a spirits judge. I have a WSET level two certification in spirits, and I would consider myself fairly well trained in understanding spirits and their deliciousness and lack thereof. He's not lying, folks. I've seen his EMF meter. <laughs> this man eats ghosts like a motherfucker. Yeah, PKEs out his butthole. Me and Dan Aykroyd. Real, real close. Do you have a six toe like him or no? It's web feet. I, I think it's more our love of crystal skulls. I, yes. I, do you have a crystal skull vodka? No, fuck no. God, no. Why? Because the story? Uh, I mean. So you can be like, I have a crystal skull vodka. <laughs> they have made a really is, cool iridescent skull now. This is, in re- <laughs> this is in remembrance of the scene in Ghostbusters that got cut way down where a ghost was, you know, was uh, doing uh, adult things to Dan Aykroyd that was cut down by like 4X what he was wanting it to be. Yeah, it still felt like it was a day's long. Yeah. <laughs> a ghost playing the old XYZ on uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, pretty sweet. Um, speaking of sweet, so we're going to taste um, one of the one of the bottles I keep around for when I want to show people what you shouldn't do with uh, distillation. Um, so this distillery no longer exists. So I don't, um, I don't feel too bad talking about this right now. Uh, but this was the Adirondack distilling company. I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist. If it does, I hope your procedures and processes have gotten significantly better and your products are delicious because this is not, I bought this on discount shelf somewhere and this is an Adirondack single malt which means it is made by local barley that they malted and distilled. And this is one of those things that smells truly terrible when you... So I poured this in proper whiskey tasting glasses. We've got a Glencairn. So this isn't high alcohol. This is only uh, 86 proof. So that's what, 43%? 43%, so just over the limit. And this this is... This is the kind of spirit that smells everything about it smells wrong. Yeah, so when we were smelling from the bottle, I believe I said moldy basement. Yeah, it's that and even more. Like, I get I get a little bit of that acetone, like a nail polish remover. I, I got some of that out of the glass, yeah. And it's not just, it's not alcohol, but it's like, it is densely acetone which is a fault in their process. Like, that's bad. So, I strongly recommend not hammering the whole thing. Um, you can, you're not like, like when you talk about hangovers the next day, this is the kind of stuff that will make your next day feel really terrible. Mm-hmm. So I recommend sipping at most. I'll give it the old college try. So it smells a lot like green peppers. It's green peppers and, and uh, gasoline. To me. Yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. Really, really not pleasant. And the acetone is right there too. It's clear. <laughs> Stings the nostrils. So it does have have a little bit of sweetness, which I don't completely hate, but everything else about it, really disappointing. There's a little bit of something that could turn into something that was okay. Yeah, that is incorrect. Really bitter. Yeah. 
That's pure rubbing alcohol. Yeah, it's it is actively unpleasant. And yeah. it that is jet fuel. So, <coughs> so my love of the Adirondacks yeah. um, runs pretty deep. Um, not this deep. This 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 goes well below that surface of how much I love the Adirondacks. Yeah, that's difficult. Um, I did visit a few really good distilleries in the Adirondacks this time. Uh, Springbrook Distillery was a delight. Yeah, uh, really good outside of Lake George. Uh, and then there's also uh, another one that was pretty interesting. I think it's called American Oak or Adirondack Oak or something like that. That's pretty good. Um, worth checking out. Um, but Springbrook, you can get all around there at the public market sometimes. Oh, yeah. Really, really tasty. Worth uh, worth checking out. Nice. Great value. Um, if you see this on the shelf, um, don't buy it. Yeah, no. Actively avoid. Yeah, don't buy. I went back for another sip of it. I don't know why. I saw you do that, and I was questioning that my own self. Uh, yeah, the lingering taste is re- is like poison bitter. Yeah. yeah. Um, really deep, like aggressive bitter in a way that's like, oh, did I, did I put cleaning like cleaning powder in my mouth somehow? Yeah. Can but, I just get some? Is is Malort real bitter? Yes, wormwood bitter. Yeah. Mm. It's also really, it's really cheaply distilled too, um, but most of the bitterness is from wormwood, like. Um, Absinthe has that as an as an accent to bring that bitterness is Wormwood, but Malort is really driven by that. Wormwood's a good movie too if you ever get the chance. Oh. It's fun. It's Australian like zombie movie. Hmm. It's hmm. a goodie. Yeah. So speaking of bitter, so I think uh so one thing that you did bring back from one of your vacation trips that I tried yeah. that I absolutely loved. That's right. Was um the flavor of early soda making yeah moxie yeah i gotta say i absolutely loved that 100 percent understand why it's polarizing but one of one of the best sodas i've ever tasted i think it's the three of us and whoever stocks or or buys for open face are the only four people in rochester that drink that shit yeah yeah and i, I think it's like it's the three of us and like John Hodgman keeping uh, Moxie Hodgman, going. Yes. Well, and my daddy and your dad, and yeah, my brother. Hi, Daddy Blue. Hi, yeah. hi, hi, Brother Blue. Justin. I know. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted his first name out there. Well, he. We have told people to go buy his uh, graphic designing. That's right. Go do that. Yeah, he did our logo. He sure did. Which is a quality logo. I think so. I should say. And if you're looking for a quality logo, you should go to uh, Justin. Blue, I don't know his website. Wow, what is what a supportive brother? Search uh, Instagram for Justin Blur. Justin Blur. Justin. Blur. There's a link there, I'm sure, for contact information. Christ, I hope so. Otherwise, he's fucking up. <laughs> um, but I do have to say that that Moxie soda is. Yeah. Um, I, I figured out how to break it down because it's one of those things that's hard to define. He's fucking up. <laughs> um, love, you, love you, Justin. Love you every day. Uh, Moxie soda is one of those things where people taste it. Like, I don't know how to tell people what this tastes like. I think it tastes like a wintergreen heavy root beer with what turns out to be gentian root bitterness, which reminds me of Angostura bitters, which also uses gentian root as its bittering agent. Um, it's very root beer and root beer, wintergreen birch beer, little bit of other herbaceousness, but then a lot of, a lot of that gentian root to finish it out. I, I loved it. I, I would drink that all the time if I wouldn't turn into an absolute monster of uh, 
of corn syrup and everything else that's in there. Well, here's the fun thing. They, they make a diet version that tastes just as good. I would drink so much of that. Yeah. Move to New Hampshire. It is. Move to New Hampshire. Drink Moxie. Yes. Um, go, go to towns where they've removed all regulations and the towns completely fall apart. New Hampshire. Yeah. You can also go to a, like a border town in, in Maine. Like those are nice. You can go to Saco or Biddeford. Ah, uh, Biddeford. Biddeford. Yeah. Old Orchard Beach if you really want to get nasty. Or just right to Portland. Yeah, go to the Hannaford. Oh, the Hannafords. Yeah, sure. The soil of a man's heart is, is harder. Sometimes dead is better. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Something, something. Ca- Castle Rock? Uh, don't go up there to the, the pet cemetery. Might see. Some, sometimes dead is better. Yeah, might see P- Pennywise the Clown out there. <laughs> oh, Johnny guys. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we never heard about Philadelphia. So Philadelphia is streets of Philadelphia. I have a song about that. Yeah. Curly work. <laughs> can we can we go down that cycle again? <laughs> I would love to do it like three times in a two hour episode. It doesn't really make people never listen again. So um, I, I didn't. I got a chance to walk around Philadelphia a little bit. Um, I, I I think I've discovered. Uh, you know, uh, when we were driving out to that uh, live podcast thing in Buffalo. We were, you were talking about cruising and relaxing and doing all that stuff. Wait, you guys went cruising before the last podcast show. Yeah, I mean that is how if it, you're if you're driving to Buffalo, you got to go cruising a little bit. It, it's how we met Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> um, so part of the you you were talking about you know going to Bermuda and relaxing and like yeah. being able to decompress that way. I think I feel that when I go to cities and go walk around and explore, I think it's just that all that excitement of trying out something new and going to see what's going on. So I got a little bit of chance to do that in between sitting in a um, 80 plus degree uh, furry dealer den sailing, uh, selling t-shirts with my wife who is wildly talented, but uh, to support her, to support her, I do have to go, hang out at furry conventions four or five times a year, which is a very interesting experience. I'm sure everybody is very lovely. I just 80 degrees in furry fursuits. Well, how could you tell though? Because the suits. Yeah. It has to smell like a hockey bag by Sunday. Yeah. I, I know the people that wear them. It's, it's not, it doesn't seem fun to me with the sweating yeah. and the, and the fake fur and the cavorting. Yeah. Let me be clear. I, I'm not saying that anybody's not doing anything hygienically. It's just hot in a big sweaty suit. Just unpleasant. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't I don't like cavorting. I I don't like yeah. fun. I don't I don't like any of those things. That's why he's been a guest on this show for like right six or seven times. Yeah. <laughs> um but the I, I did watch the dance competition. I watched one song of the dance competition. What what was the song? Oh, some sort of Britney Spears esque kind of tune. Okay, all right. Um, it wasn't toxic, but it wasn't not not toxic. Got it. It was of that era. Yeah. Um, the not dancing th- was a delight. I, they they did a great job. Sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. It, it, it's an interesting scene. Um, the hotel staff was. This was the first time they held the convention at that hotel. So unprepared. They did not understand. They did not understand the furries enough. Like they. 
like the people at the desk were wearing the ears. Okay. Like All they're right. wearing ears like, hey, hey, we're supporting the furries. They didn't understand that, like, if you don't separate them onto their own floors, that the other people in the area are going to really not enjoy the furries having parties in their rooms and stuff. Yeah. They're really not going to enjoy that. I'm surprised they didn't just section off. That's what a lot of hotels do that have done this a lot of times. They put the furries on their own floors. I mean, most cons, they'll put con people on their the same floors for party reasons. Yeah, you really should. Yeah. Um, anyways, so furry conventions are interesting. We can talk about that in great detail another time. But the um, other thing about Philadelphia, food, delightful. Yeah, it's a good food city. Really good. Um, I went to a monster-themed vegan restaurant, like classic movie monster-themed vegan restaurant. All the food pictures on like DoorDash or on their website, like all had like green like deformed monster hands holding the food. Like just really like it. they sold all in and it was a delight. That's awesome. It's it's a fun town. I I, I really enjoy. It. I'm excited to go back. I got to check out the uh, the big market. Nice. Um I forget what it's called, but it's really good. It's like Central Market, I think, right? Yeah, it's it's something like that. Anyway. It, it, it's great, but Philadelphia is a fun town. Oh, I would cool. 100% go visit it again. I, I highly recommend going down South Street and checking out the Magic Garden and hitting Tattooed Moms. Didn't get a chance this time because I didn't. It was hard to try. Yeah, hard to drive around because you're. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you don't want to look like a tourist. You got to hit a few Tattooed Moms. Um, there's a really nice anarchist bookstore in there. <laughs> uh, you know, I hear they have a lot of at those bookstores is uh, cookbooks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You can learn a lot of great things, useful uh-huh. for everyday life. Yes. Just just great stuff to learn. Every every kid should learn and read the uh, the cookbooks from the section at the uh, Anarchist Bookstore. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So many uses for tennis balls. Yeah, just just enlightens your 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 childhood. Everybody knew that kid, right? Anybody yes. anybody have their kids that their their kid blow themselves up? No, but uh, the one I knew is currently in prison. Okay. I mean that sounds about right. The people yeah. that took that seriously, uh-huh. we're we're all we're all of an age where that was a thing. Oh yeah. Um and I mean I definitely had that and read it just because it was interesting. Yeah. But like the people that really loved that, yeah, not not a lot of them I think turned out well. What do you, what, what do you mean, Chris? Uh, I saw quite a few of them uh at at the the United States Capitol on yeah. January 6th, a fine group of people. Sounds great, like great it. achievement. Yeah. Great achievement. Uh, yeah. Peak humanity. I mean, the great people, both there and not there. Yeah. Right. right. Yes. Right. On both sides. Yes. Great, wonderful people. Just great. Yeah. All, all reading cookbooks from certain bookstores, and it's just, yeah. it, what, what a delight. Uh, Probably a lot of them very big fans of uh, German and Austrian biographies. History, yes. Yeah, the January six people, yes. The people at that bookstore, no, no, no. no. We're, we're I'm all I'm all a fan of I'm all a fan of these kind of establishments yeah. doing cool stuff. Um, they don't sell those kind of cookbooks. I mean, they might. They they're they're fun they're fun ask. places. Yeah, it's it's in the room with the beads. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a beaded door and you got to walk right. to the back and because that was, that was where I got the book for my kid about um what was it the the collective ABCs so he got to learn about the international workers of the world and the proletariat and all that through the the alphabet which is fun yeah there's a little cat that the 
that's on every page, and then it turns a, out it's the cat from the Wobblies. It's pretty great. A is for AFLCIO. Uh-huh, basically. A, Very good. A is for Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've really got to get on my first Orwell. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's, you know, what, what you get every kid when he starts to learn to read? Uh, my first Orwell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I started my kid out with with uh, Kafka for kids. <laughs> you know what I like about that? They didn't have to change anything to make it Kafka for kids. It was still the case. Yeah. yeah. 1877 Kafka for kids. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, they played it all the time in the in the nineties infomercials. Yeah, it was good. Sorry, Tennessee. Go buy your book today. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's still the metamorphosis, but you know, uh, uh, Gregor, whatever, just doesn't look so bummed out about it. He just gets like big googly eyes. It's yeah, like, looks like a kale arts cockroach. I think uh, was it uh, was it Gregor Samson one of the one of the stars of uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. is a real, real interesting, real interesting take on Kafka. Yeah, Game I of Thrones. Thought so too. Yeah, people. I think a lot of people missed the Kafka, you know, the Kafka esque parts of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, people don't really get subtext anymore. Well, I was just like, why did the big guy with the scarred face turn into a bug? <laughs> just confusing. Yeah, it seemed out of nowhere. I thought they were kind of out of the ideas. You know, well, like, you know, I think the other part about Game of Thrones, it's it, I understand why people get confused uh, between you know the things that are Kafka esque and Cronenbergian. It, yeah. it just had so many, so many different influences. I just didn't understand why. Uh, why Tyrion got uh, locked up in that prison and nobody ever told him. <laughs> well, I, I think the other part that was confusing is when, um, you know, they were, um, were there were there were chariots in that show? Did, did they ride chariots at all? On fire. Sure, yeah. Vangelis was a big what, part what, of it. What, what was the best mode of transportation in that show? Was it just riding horses? Or at horse. Okay. Or, no, well, yeah. There were horses and then the big scaly horses. Yeah. Well, I think the part that was confusing about the show that people weren't sure if it was Kafkaesque or Cronenbergian was when they started like crashing horses and they got really, they got really into it. Yeah. Like really into crashing horses. Yeah, Catherine was feeling great. Yeah. <laughs> just, just very cinematic and it just, just made, it, huh. it confused a lot of people. Well, like skinematic, huh? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Sacred and profane to be our day. I, I saw that uh, that documentary. Yeah, yeah, Mister Hands. Yeah, and that that's uh, a little long in the end. <laughs> very long in the end. <laughs> oh boy! Well, we're really we're really you know what we're really doing here? We're really going out on a high note. Yeah, I think we we've rounded into what I would call a complete vision of a podcast. Sure. So sure, everybody likes to wrap it up on horse fucking. <laughs> well, you if really you don't got you get to. diseases. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> saw you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so this has been the beer review journal recorded live at the Food About Town studio here in beautiful Arundel Coit, New York. Um, 
I've been Chris Lindstrom. You can find me uh, on the Food About Town podcast releasing episodes again uh, now that I'm not being lazy and I have some assistance getting things posted. Um, So uh, stay tuned for that and order your meal for Curate. Uh, We now have pickups at Three Heads Brewing. Uh, I might have a forced episode where we taste three head stuff because I've actually been really enjoying tasting their stuff recently. It's been a delight. I was just telling McKenna the same thing the other yeah. day. Really, really impressed. Um, I hadn't tasted a lot of the stuff in a while, and I've been really impressed with everything they're doing, not just because they're hosting our pickups, but because it's great. Well, well, Chris, if you know the people there, why don't we have you on to talk about their stuff and them on to talk about tasting their stuff. I think we could get somebody on They're They're really interesting, fun people. They seem very cool. So, um, let's try and do that. I think that would be a great yeah. time. Uh, but go to curatemeals.com, order your meal for pickup at three heads. Uh, a lot of great restaurants coming up. Um, so how can people learn about the beer review journal? If they, God forbid, got this far in the podcast. Well, they can go onto our social medias um, at Beer Review JNL on Twitter, at Beer Review Journal on Instagram. He's at Dreaded Matt on those. I'm at McKenneth Blue on those. Hey, you're at Stromy on those. So I've heard. Um, and you're also at Food About Town Podcasts. Yeah, at Food About Town Podcasts because some, some bloke from the UK has Food About Town. Oh. Um, I'm not sure if we have somebody who could tell him to give that Instagram handle up. Offer him some sausages. <laughs> I don't want him to bite that in the feet. Yeah, there it uh, is. And uh, was uh, well, lunch doors like, got podcasts. Lunch doors got we got podcasts. We got podcasts. We got lots and lots of podcasts. So many to choose from. And uh, we, as always, we like to thank Erling for the use of our song. Uh, I feel good as the intro and outro of our show. From all of us here at the Peer Review Journal, we want to remind you all to try every day, including this Adirondack uh, single malt. Uh, gasoline. Don't do it. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. Ong.